So hey, what's up you guys? Welcome back to the Noggin Zone. Here, yeah, I was quite bored, you know. It's 2020, quarantine. And thinking about really weird things, you know. And I really came across a, a news article recently which was talking about America, China, India, Japan, Australia getting into a bit of a feud kind of a thing. It was not so good uh, when we talk about uh, the politics that is going between these countries and suddenly I came across a thing that you might know I mean you definitely know about this thing this thing is called a nuclear weapon uh, quite a weird thing uh, quite a destructive thing and uh, yeah so in this episode we're going to talk and answer about four of the major questions that usually people ask is how does a nuclear weapon work? That's the first question. The second question is, what should we do if we know a nuclear warhead is uh, coming uh, and going to hit our backyards? The third thing is, what happens during a nuclear explosion? And the third thing, uh, and the last and the final question was, what happens after the bomb is exploded? What will be the fallout? What will happen during a nuclear fallout? So these are the few questions. So now let's talk about the first and the foremost question is how does this thing actually work? So basically these nuclear weapons work on two of the most fundamental things that we talk in physics and chemistry both. So these, uh, these two things are fission and fusion. Now what happens during these uh, two processes is that during a nuclear fission, uh, a single atom is actually split into two. The nuclei is attacked and attacked by another uh, heavy particle and which actually splits the atom into two different, which actually releases a lot of energy. And the fusion is another process in which the complete opposite thing actually happens when two of the atoms actually fuse and this also creates a tremendous amount of energy. Now the basic difference is that actually fission is kind of controllable and fusion is not. So you know that what will be worse for us. Uh, usually we have used new, uh, I say uranium and plutonium which was like you know commonly used uh, but now we are using polonium and all these different things which are even worse uh, because they can trigger a lot of self i would say self-propelled uh chain reactions which is actually not good for us uh, and not good for anyone when you are talking about nuclear energy but you know back then the nuclear bombs that were actually made back in the days uh was they were pretty small i mean they can be dropped by a fighter jet but now it's like really huge and not that uh, not that interesting to be talking about now how does this thing actually takes place so in a nuclear warhead, what actually is the main thing is it in the center, I would say uh, the nuclear fuel, which is usually uh, uranium or plutonium. These are the isotopes which actually make up these things. So these are at, this, uh, at the center of the bomb. It's usually a spear. And in the center of the spear is uh, the radioactive isotopes that you actually need. And around that is usually the chemically prepared explosives like normally the TNT or any other common explosive that you use to make firecrackers, uh, you know, I don't know, but all those other things. So 
When we use these things and when we drop the bomb, it usually explodes around a mile above the surface. Now, why do people do this is because if it explodes when after it hits the ground, it would cause not a lot of damage because a lot of energy would be absorbed by the soil and the ground. So to, you know, make the explosion uh, a bit more worse, we explode it about one mile above the surface of the ground. So this was how it explodes. Uh, and okay, I didn't explain you, right? I don't think so. So what happens is these chemically prepared explosives like TNT is surrounding uh, the core nuclear materials, uh, the isotopes and not so good materials like uranium and plutonium, as I said. And what happens is when it is a mile above, they trigger a switch which actually explodes the surrounding uh, chemically prepared bomb. It raises temperature, it raises the pressure, which in, in you know, like in a domino effect kind of a situation, it actually triggers a fission or a fusion, depending on what kind of bombs that you are creating. Fusion is used in hydrogen bombs or thermonuclear bombs, as we call it. And uh, it's pretty bad uh, if you consider hydrogen bombs because uh, the temperature in the nearby region actually gets so high that it resembles the core of the sun. So anything in that region would explode, uh, which would just evaporate in milliseconds. So you won't have time if it explodes in your backyard and you will be on just gone and evaporated. And this thing is actually the best thing that can happen to you. I'm honest, this is the best thing that can happen to you. If you survive somehow the first explosion, things are getting actually really bad for you. Now, if a nuclear warhead is coming towards you and you're, if you are lucky enough to know that it's coming near you, the first thing you should do is find a shelter. Usually what people do is sit in their cars and try to get outside of the city. I mean, that's the most probable thing that you would do, but... Scientists say that that's not the best thing that you should actually do. The best thing you should do is stay in and stay put. Use a radio device, uh, usually a hand-cranked uh, radio device, which actually would help you to stay connected with anyone and everyone uh, you, who you actually need, which is the government at that time. And uh, yeah, your mobile phones won't work because of the radiation and all the shenanigans. Uh, the signal towers would be down around your city, so... No phones, no cable, no TV, no electricity, no water. So you would just have a bit of stocked food and uh, try to get the radio and just get in. If you have an underground bunker or anything like a garage or a parking lot under your apartment building or wherever, just get underground. Even if you are in a metro, just under the, you know, the subway or the tube, whatever you call it in your place, stay there because that's the best place that you can actually survive the initial blast and the next 24 hours or maybe 72 hours depending on how big the bomb is or how uh, the fallout would act so those were the things that you should actually consider if you if a nuclear warhead is coming near you so this was the thing that will happen before the explosion now the next thing is what will happen during the explosion here to explain you, I'll use a 50 kiloton nuclear bomb. I'm not in real life, just simulation. Uh, you can do it by yourself and you, uh, yeah, like your city itself, like in simulation, of course. 
by using uh, you know different websites uh, like nuke my city or any other uh, you can just go uh, on the internet and find a nuke simulation that's a lot there there's a lot of uh, actual sites that will help you to know what will happen if you do uh, anything bad happens to your con- uh, if in your city or your country so we are using a normal 50 kiloton uh, warhead uh, it's a lot if you consider the thing that was dropped on uh, nagasaki or hiroshima it's about 10 times stronger than it but at this point it's uh, the norm it's the you know the middle middle range of a uh, nuclear warheads that we actually have right now so we're going to use this and drop it uh, in any city so in about half a mile radius the first thing that you'll see is a bright light now we, we are using a nuclear bomb we're dropping it and around 0.5 miles the thing you'll see is absolutely nothing it will be just flames and most of the things uh, i mean quite everything would be just gone up and just evaporate itself uh, everything would be set on flame uh, because the temperature would be so high that it will resemble the surface of sun so it's not a pretty thing uh, but if you want to die and i mean if you uh, are going to die because of a nuclear explosion and you know that you're going to die you would pray that you would be around the fireball because in an instant you will be just evaporated and that's i guess the best thing that will happen to you as i said if anything like a nuclear weapon would fall in your city pray that it will be on your backyard or just hundreds of kilometers away from you because in between a 0 to 100 would be really bad for you nothing that good because you know i'll, I'll let you know i'll let you know so the next circle is the radiation zone so about 1.24 kilometers wide would be the radiation zone and within it all the nuclear waste all the nuclear radiation would be uh, so intense that more than 50% or more people will die within several hours so not a good thing if you die of radiation sickness it's the worst i'll explain you in the nuclear fallout uh, segment of this podcast and explain you what actually happens during nuclear radiation and all the things around the radiation so the next is the air blast so 4.6 mile wide of radius would be covered by this air blast radius and what happens is the sonic boom the the, the air pressure it would create would be so high and intense that the fatality would be insane the it would be widespread all the buildings would collapse all of your cars all the telephone booths would be just flipped like a matchstick all around and nothing would survive in at least 4.6 mile of radius if the bomb is like 150 kiloton which is a mid size bomb and then we talk about the nuclear radiation the thermal radiation to be exact about 6.5 miles wide the temperature would be so high that it'll give you 3d third degree burn in an instant and burn through the layer of your skin and into your muscles destroying every pain nerve so you will be roasted like a kebab on a sewer on a skewer and nothing would be good for you uh, you will be blind deaf uh, you will be burned like a chicken and 
nothing is good that's why i'm saying and you'll still survive after this because it's just the heat that is kind of trying to kill you not the radiation at this point so as i told you you want to be in the inner circle of this thing because you want to die real quick now if you survive all these shenanigans and you are like about 7 to 10 uh miles away from where the bomb has been dropped so, so now you will actually face the nuclear fallout now here is what happens in a nuclear fallout situation uh the whole bomb explosion thing the basic thing that will happen is all the radiation would be still in the air and it won't be good for you and all the you know all the ash and dust which is actually radioactive would be up in the sky and nothing would be great for you and the first thing that will happen to you when you come in contact with so much amount of radiation is radiation syndrome of course suffering from acute radiation syndrome is not really a good thing if you have seen the chernobyl mini series on hbo you know what actually takes place uh, you will experience nausea uh, vomiting neurological effects uh, even rapid death Na- rapid death would be a good thing because if you survive you will definitely have cancer if you are in a 10 mile radius from nuclear explosion so you'll die a slow and very painful death now what happens is if you are burned at some point and because of radiation syndrome your white blood cells or your whole uh you know i'd say the immune system is not working you will get infected again and again and you'll die because of this infection rather than radiation and cancer itself so your immune system is not working you're deaf you're blind you're burnt like a chicken and your immune system is not working so it's not pretty good uh for you know just for uh, comparison if the epicenter where the bomb was actually dropped in hiroshima it was around 300000 celsius uh, which is not good and uh, for cremation of a body we use uh, about 1200 degrees so that's a lot of difference when you are talking about such a big bomb and nuclear uh, about talking about nuclear arsenal uh, north korea claims to have a bomb which is about 10 kilotons which is pretty huge and would be a great problem for us now what happens if you are in that radiation zone and you still were able to survive your week uh, you are having headaches you are having your vomiting and doing crazy stuff so the first thing is find a shelter wear a kind of thick coat or anything which is like thick enough to hold a little bit of like even the radiation dust you can't block a radiation uh, with your clothes you need a inch thick lead covering or a feet of dirt uh, or concrete so if you don't have it and you if you don't have a concrete uh, hoodie uh, try to wear something which is thick enough to keep the radiation dust uh, the fallout dust uh, like ash or debris away from you and uh, if you survive now you have like 10 to 15 minutes to just run in any direction and find a ground zero and stock up whatever you want to have for like the next 72 hours or till the time the government actually does something for you and you might survive it so find a shelter uh, usually you should go underground which is the best thing and uh, as you go underground it'll be really good clean off the radioactive material that you have remove that coating or whatever you are wearing just throw it away burn it till just 
just get rid of that of those clothes and outer layers and this throw it away i use a plastic bag tighten off and just throw it away as far as possible use a lot of soap wash your hair wash use your shampoo blow your nose wipe your eyelids wipe your eyelashes and wipe your ears so the goal here is actually to remove as much as the radioactive material is on your on your skin or wherever your holes are so just try to clean it up as quickly as possible and just pray to god for what else should i say at this point so you know get into a shelter so you know the radiation everywhere and for 72 hours it's not going anywhere so you know uh, people say drink milk i don't know if it works some people say it works because you know it helps your immune system uh, to work properly even in such a high level of radiation uh, so yeah if you survive it if you survive the fallout you will be a hero because it's a really difficult thing to do so as i said uh, take a shelter stock up on your food and just clean yourself that's what we are doing right now in the times of coronavirus now that i'll leave it for another podcast for this it's done so thank you guys thank you for listening keep learning and keep exploring and uh, before 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 going just check out my instagram it's at noggin zone podcast and uh, even on twitter it's noggin zone podcast so go check out send me some suggestions or whatever you want to hear next or send in some really good ideas if you have some or if you want to listen to it uh, any questions would be again accepted so thank you guys for listening keep learning and keep exploring